and welcome again to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. I am Chris. Uh, I, I had thought a whole... I lost you in the void there, Chris. Speaking, we've had a situation getting this episode started, and uh, our previous attempt is now in the void. <laughs> had a great joke all set up. It was... It's, it's a shame. It's a it, real shame. It, it works pretty good. <laughs> and now, now it's lost to the old gods. Yes. The Never. before times. Some, uh, some other race to the Horror House Podcast. You can find us uh, if you want to holler at us. Tell us what you want to hear us review or what you're watching. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Sweetness1. And Chris Chrisercist or the Chrisercist, maybe Chrisercist, something like that. You'll find it if you want it. There's there's only one. There's only one. <laughs> or the Horror House at Horror House 2. Or you can find us on Facebook at the Horror House page. And our Gmail. Can they email us, Chris? They can email us at uh, horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com. Or send a send a carrier pigeon to North Vernon with a little note tied to his leg that says, uh, "Get this to the podcast guys." They'll, uh, get, they'll know. They'll know. The pigeon will know. However, we do not accept smoke signals anymore. Not after last time. Long story. Never again, though. Disaster. Dave. So, what are we watching, or what have we watched? Rather, what have we watched this week? Uh, we watched The Void. Uh, it is a Lovecraftian movie about a small-town sheriff who idolizes Quentin Tarantino films. Uh, he takes a man running from a cold-blooded killer father-son duo to the small-town hospital where his wife works. Uh, Space-time soon becomes distorted, and people are seduced to commit acts of murder before unspeakably horrifying monsters burst forth from their bodies. After confronting the dark priest bringing forth these old gods, the sheriff eventually ends the disturbance, but finds him some trapped in another world. And that's the movie. I guess all that's left now is for us to go into the void and talk about the void. Get into the nitty-gritty of the whole, obviously, whole thing. Obviously, spoiler warning. Uh, if you are not into spoilers or you're going to be butthurt over spoilers, I don't know why you're watching, listening to a podcast about, about horror movies. Unless you're just listening for the eye candy. This is... Can you listen to eye candy? That's probably a radio station somewhere, I, like 9076 I, I, eye candy. If you do enough acid, you can listen to eye candy. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, pop those mushrooms, kids. This came out just a few years ago, five years ago, 2016. Uh, the writers and directors, they're the writers, the, the dudes who wrote it, are also the dudes that directed it, which is cool. Uh, one of them, Stephen Co Kostansky, Kostansky? I'm not sure the pronunciation. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, 
was uh, kind of in charge for a little movie we talked about last week, uh, Psycho Goreman. So that's pretty cool. I was like, all oh, right, I, I, I have an understanding with this guy. It feels like. Oh, long horror uh, background, mostly as an art uh, makeup department, art department guy, but uh, it, uh, it, episode two, Silent Hill, Resident Evil, Wrong Turn, uh, the Hannibal TV show, you know, he, Crimson Peak, he's been around. Yeah, of course. Uh, most of our audience probably knows him, Chris, from Laser Ghosts too. <laughs> the uh, his his cohort, uh, Jeremy Gillespie, is that is that the right pronunciation? I don't know how to pronounce anything. You should know that I, by now. I believe so. But uh, they've both worked on a lot of a lot of things, and they have a. They have an eye for things. I will say that much for both of them. They certainly can create a style that they're after. And in the void, that's it reminds me a lot of a lot of different things, but not like directly, which is cool. I think that's the way you gotta do it. You just, you know, get your inspiration and you put it all together in the blender and then what that comes out as The Void or Psycho Gorman or Day of the Dead remake TV series. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I did not know this was going to be a thing, Chris. I have not heard about this. I heard something about it a while ago, and I think I forcibly gave myself amnesia about the whole thing because I forgot all about it until I was reading this guy's IMDb, and there it was. I don't know what to think of it because lord knows lord knows that the remakes they've already done were not were not top tier top shelf material did you did you watch I feel the, like there's uh, a lot of potential here though you know if they focus maybe. on you know maybe a small military unit uh and their attempts to deal with this i think it's um, a sci-fi channel tv show so it's certainly going to be a small group of people <laughs> i don't think there's going to be a whole lot of money behind it hopefully the money is enough for what they want to do and they're not like held hostage by it but what i hope it's not is just another walking dead like, but with the Day of the Dead name on it, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, hopefully they do something unique, do do something a little bit different with it. Uh, I mean, you know, I the... I used to be a a Walking Dead stand, but there were too many episodes where you'd not see a zombie the whole episode, or the no, I... zombies were not even integral to the story, and it's like, okay. But Dave, it's all about the humans. The humans are the walking dead. Don't you get it? Don't you see? It's a, it's a, it's it's cryptic like that. No, 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 it's not. I hate it. I hate it. It It still sucks. (laughs) I quit watching. I not to sound like a hipster, but it absolutely sounds like a hipster. I I stopped watching it about season two, and then every now and then I'd see episode while my wife was watching, (laughs) and. I, th- my whole thing uh, I quit was season watching two. Walking Dead before Walking Dead came out. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it said walking, and I'm strictly against walking. <laughs> right. I, I, I fast paced jog. 
slow-paced jog or a fast-paced crawl. Season two was all about them finding a girl, and that was all of season two. I'm like, what the fuck ever? This is stupid. (laughs) I I don't stand for gender stereotypes in my zombie movies, so... Uh, It's... Can't can't have it. But... Speaking of zombie movies, that's the segue to start talking about The Void again, I guess. (laughs) It's not a zombie movie, though. Okay. Uh, so uh, what did you so, think about it? What's your initial thoughts? A lot of, re- lot of recognizable actors. Really? I didn't recognize anybody. You, did, you don't think so? Are you being facetious? So intern Kim? <laughs> no, intern Kim. Did you not recognize who intern Kim was? No. Ellen Wong, a.k.a. Knives Chow from Scott Pilgrim. <clears throat> oh, is that really? Yes. I'll be damned. No, I didn't. I did not recognize her. Wow. Uh, Dr. Richard Powell, played by Kenneth Welsh. No. He has been starring in movies, or he's been in movies. He's a character actor. Right. He's been in film since 1964. Oh, my God. More, most recently, he's done, he did The Fog. He did The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I mean, this guy's been around. I clearly And then the, the big one for me was... <laughs> Sheriff Daniel, uh, played by Aaron Poole. Okay, you don't know Aaron Poole. He is Big Lots Tim Roth. (laughs) Hold on. Keep talking. I got to find Aaron Poole now and see what I'm missing. Yeah, the sheriff, the main dude, man. Okay. He is a generic version of oh, Mr. That's... Orange from Rest Four Dogs. See, I didn't even know his real name. So when you said Aaron Poole, I thought you were just talking about somebody else. <laughs> uh, I'm just not smart. I thought you were still talking no, about the, sh- the, the sheriff. The, the sheriff. The one guy. The older. The older gentleman. But okay. Oh, that's the Kenneth. Kenneth Welsh. Uh, I guess I got some. But I think I don't want to talk bad about nobody, but I wasn't too into what he provided in this movie. <laughs> Some of it was okay, but he was. I feel like whenever a reviewer says, "Oh, the something this this or that was uneven," I'm like, "Quit being pretentious and get to, to your point." But I that's really he just seemed kind of uneven to me, <laughs> and I, he. I don't. We'll get into it as we get into the story of it and talk more about other things. But that he was, I just feel like not. I don't know if it was the actor or the way they wrote it or what, but something wasn't jiving too good for me. He just seemed not great. But is there was there anybody else that yeah, I it, should know before I go off on a tangent completely, or was it just are those the no no one individual sticks out um, when I was going through IMDb for the actors there were three or four actors who have been in Twilight Zone either in the original or in the news or in both um, oh. there were a couple actors that were in survival of the dead which is one of the day of the dead continuing Ooh. fucking it was generic it was, turnout that uh, was that was a Romero t- passed them up that was Romero, but it was bad. <laughs> uh, what was the one before that that was the found footage one? Diary of the Dead. Those two shouldn't exist. I'm sorry, Romero Diary fans. Diary of the Dead, yeah. Anyways, but... Yeah. I didn't know that they were 
the his wife, the sheriff's wife, looked familiar to me. She's the only one that looked familiar, but not familiar enough where I was like, where's she from? <laughs> what have I seen her in? So maybe she isn't one of those, and I just didn't didn't follow the thread. Um, uh, Kathleen Monroe. So, um, she's been around a little bit, but just you know, not really stand out anything to me. She was uh, in a couple episodes of Supernatural, um, Haven. She was in several episodes of the Haven series. If you're into that, she was in Survival of the Dead. Oh, well, that's probably, that's probably where. So, uh, so, uh, I know, I know you're a big fan of the Dresden Files. She was in an episode of the Dresden Files TV series from 2007. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about? That's because nobody fucking watched it. I've heard decent things about it, but I've never even attempted to try to watch it. I'm the worst when it comes to like series episodic stuff to get through though, especially if it's older and it's like... If something's been canceled, I kind of don't want to go watch it because I know it didn't end properly. So I'm like, no. But I have heard things of the Dresden Files. Don't they have like a comic series going still? Or they had one for a minute? Uh, I I think so. I think so. I I mean, the original um, Dresden Files series, I think, was pretty popular. So I... They might have done a WandaVision on it. So I don't know. Well, tell tell me just your how did, tell me some more about the the void in your opinion, and then I'll I'll just kind of spark in because I feel like I'm going to be more negative than you are. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to be negative, I, Nancy. I completely. really enjoyed it. You know, I mean, you've I'm got a, the cold open with right. it. Yeah, I, I enjoy when a movie just throws me into the mystery. It it throws me in and I got to start piecing together. Okay. What's going on? Who's good? Who's bad? You know, piecing together some backstories. And, uh, I, I thought it, you know, it, it definitely did that. Um, right. It definitely had the, the mystery from beginning to end. It kept you in the dark on a lot of what was going on. Which, I mean, you know, Cosmic Horror. Yeah, I have some... Yeah, and I have some theories. I have some theories. Yeah, okay. Um, but, you know, as as you go through and you, you kind of meet these characters in the in the hospital, mm-hmm. and then they they all turn. They turn, they murder somebody, and, and then these monsters kind of inhabit them and come out. And um, I think... I think that seduction to the darkness is part of it. You know, um, the wife, you know, she, she didn't murder anybody. So she, she didn't turn a monster didn't burst forth from her. I know he used her. They had the, you know, vines or whatever they were coming out of her. Mm -hmm. Um, But was that real? You know, well, I mean the 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 father and the son had the one experience in the house or whatever the like hallucination or flashback or whatever you uh, call that. So mm-hmm. could that mm-hmm. have been that same kind of thing? I, you know, it tempting you know the sheriff to you know go into the violence too. Or uh, good point. Good point. You're you're right. Um, 
And that makes sense because at the end, when he goes into the other world, she's there. Yeah. And and I don't think if she had had the monster, you know, burst forth from her loin, that she would be uh, able to uh, ambulate into this other world. Oh, yeah. Although so, I mean, cosmic horror don't need no don't need no don't need no uh, explanation. Just need uh, it, it, to happen for no reason, and then. I let's go back real quick to the monsters that uh inhabit the the dead folk. Okay. Uh so much like inspired by the thing. I got a lot of that mm-hmm. from this and it was really cool. My complaint with the big monsters is, is they look cool, they do nothing though. <laughs> they really just stand it, still. And uh, yeah, like, there was there wasn't enough menace, and I met, that may be just like a budget or whatever. But it just they just kind of stood there, even though like you know the the doctor's daughter at the end, as it were, uh, is the, you know this gigantuan beast thing, monster, whatever, and it it does nothing. It it needed it needed a little bit more. To really, you know, like the first one, I can accept, you know, the one that kills the other uh, policeman. I can accept that Mm -hmm. one being kind of immobile and just kind of generic in its uh, violence. (laughs) But the last one really Mm -hmm. needed to needed to up the up the up the violence. Punch it up a little bit. Yeah, that's my problem with those. As uh, the rabble, uh, return rabblers of the Horror House know, I watch a lot of these movies uh, as this these horror movies, and maybe it speaks to my sick persona, help me to relax and go to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And so Stella and I were watching this, and she rolled over to sleep, and I'm, I'm continuing to watch this, and I dozed off. And I woke up right when the hell beast like stepped on the the uh, disciple's head and like smashed his fucking head. I woke up and saw that, and I said, "Holy fuck! What did I miss?" <laughs> and so I rewound it like a minute and started watching. And I dozed off and woke up right when the hell beast was smashing the disciple's head. I said, "Oh fuck! I missed it again!" And rewound about a minute. And I must have done that about three times. Uh, before um, I finally was like, fuck it, I, I, I'm just moving on. I've had the same thing happen to me before. I can't remember what movie it was, but I like rewound it. I woke up to like some shocking thing and rewound it and then was asleep again by the time it happened and then rewound it yeah. and it was this whole thing. Oh, that's hilarious. At, at, uh, at some point, you just have to accept it's not meant to be for me to understand <laughs> what's going on here. Uh, but I started to watch that reminds me i started to watch the void because it got a lot a fair amount of hype when it came out mm-hmm. five years mm-hmm. ago uh because everybody was like oh the prosthetic the makeup and the stuff like that it's like if you're an old school horror fan you need to watch this and i watched it back then but i fell asleep a lot <laughs> and just kind of never dug into it it never got its hooks into me to want to finish it so it was, it was if for nothing else i'm glad we watched it for this episode just so I could finally put a pin in it and be like, I finished the void finally. And then not because it's bad. I, it's I not like, bad. Um, but I, I feel like Hellraiser 
was a little a good influence on it too when the yeah. dirt priest when the doctor has flayed himself oh, of his skin and so much uncle frank in that moment yep yep i was like that was yep. some seriously good makeup so good and i don't think that was the older gentleman who was in that makeup but somehow i, I don't the voice the lip syncing they did I looked at it while I was watching it. I didn't pay that close of attention to it. It didn't seem off to me, though. And a lot of times, you know, you get the lip syncing of somebody else's voice with somebody else, and it don't quite get there, like, 100%. That seemed pretty good, so... I was like, no way that's the same guy. I really don't, but... The transformed doctor was played by somebody else, a man named David Scott, and a, a big... Uh, mostly makeup department, uh, art department type of background. Um, mm-hmm. But he's got some uh, horror movie cred. Uh, In the Tall Grass, Pie uh, Whack It, uh, The, the Black Coat's you. Daughter. Oh, really? We watched that. A Christmas Horror Story, Wolves, uh, Resident Evil Afterlife. So he he's, okay. he's been around. The 2004 remake of Dawn of the Dead. Uh, oh, speaking of that, uh, can we go on a tangent real quick? Because I was going to talk about this while we were talking about Day of the Dead, but you know what? Hold Tangents that thought. Tangents is what we do. Hold that thought. Let's just take a quick ad break. And when we come back, before we get right back into talking about The Void from 2016, I want to talk a little bit about a thing Zack Snyder is getting ready to uh, put out on the world. So stay tuned for that. Here's an here's a ad. And we're back. What I want to talk about real quick, aside from the void, which we will get right back into. This is like those, you know, you watch the news or whatever, and they're like, stay tuned for later. They keep advertising the thing that doesn't quite happen. They're like, and coming up next, but next is like four more commercials away. That's what we're doing here. But not with us. Not with us. We say it's happening, and then it happens. We're ready. Let's do it. Let's hear us. But no, I mean, we're going to talk about the void, but it's going to be in the future future what i want to talk about first though and you reminded me uh zach snyder is putting out a little movie called uh zach snyder's justice league cut i'm just kidding he is doing that what i want to talk about is army of the dead do you know about this you have to know about this by now Uh, no so i don't think it's a sequel to Dawn of the Dead, but I'm absolutely treating it as a sequel to Dawn of the Dead. 2004 Dawn of the Dead. This is a, a new Zack Snyder zombie movie that is coming, I want to say, to Netflix in May. It's got Dave Bautista in it. I'm so ready for this movie, Dave. <laughs> Releases May 21st. Yes. And bit of trivia they started work on a sequel to Dawn of the Dead back in the day and it was going to be called Army of the Dead so you put one and one together I'm not saying it's a sequel they've not said it's a sequel actually I am saying it's a sequel I'm going to treat it as a sequel and yeah come May that's what we're going to be talking about come May I'm really excited. I wanted to talk about it when we were talking about the the Day of the Dead series earlier and then got sidetracked. But are you getting burgled? Or is your is is Lily also super into the idea of Army of the Dead? 
I think she's just super <laughs> into the idea of Army of the Dead. It's thank you for your enthusiasm, Lily. Oh, she's like hell yeah, fucking Army of the Dead. <laughs> so one more I, time. I hope. I hope he's not listed on the IMDb page for Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. But I hope there is a secret cameo by Bing Rames as Dude. his brother from the Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> There's there has got to be some kind of tie-in. I swear to God, there will be. There will be. I'm putting money on it. I'm not. I don't have any money to put on it, but if I had money, it's, it's on it. There's going to be some kind of connection to Dawn of the Dead. It's, it's just. It's gotta. It's gotta be. Uh, this is. I, I'm. I'm juiced. But I just heard of this, and I am juiced for it. It's a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas. A group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble. Venturing into the quarantine zone to pull up, pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. Yes. The only the only downside so far is there's no James Gunn writing. So we'll see how that plays out. But uh, I have I have so un, un, alert. unrealistic goals uh, expectations for this. Spoiler alert: the heist in question. They're, they're stealing a Blu-ray, the last remaining Blu-ray copy of Time Cop. <laughs> that, that, that made it to Blu-ray? Everything. Uh, yeah, everything it has, is on that's Blu-ray. That's a travesty of justice. <laughs> Did, was, uh, I think there was a Time Cop TV series. I'm just throwing that out there. I think there was one. It's a, it's a bit of knowledge that I think I have that I don't want to confirm. Do you ever have something like you're like, I think that happened, but I don't care enough to look it up. <laughs> Mostly when that's, that happens to me, it's because I don't want to know that I might be wrong. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> that may be exactly what it is. Time up was fun as shit. Uh, yes. Time. Speaking of time cop, there's time probably... Cop there's probably some rabble being like, I wish I could time cop my way out of this conversation, get back to the void. <laughs> I came for the void. Time days. cop 1997 TV series. I knew it. I knew it. On sci fi. Oh, so you're telling me it didn't have a budget. <laughs> so it was it was filmed at the in the local McDonald's parking lot. Oh. I don't know how to segue back to the void from that segment but let's segue back to the void now (laughs) i am watching it on my screen over to my right and holy shit i I, it kind of slipped my mind uh talking about the the cool makeup and stuff the the sequence where they're they first go looking for his wife and they run into the Zombies, I guess, is the best explanation, description for them. The room full of just like corpses, like reanimated, like experiments, whatever. Oh my God. That reminded me so much of like if any of the Lucio Fulci movies had been good. They looked so cool. Did you ever watch any of the Zombie 2 or those movies from the 70s that were like unofficial, official sequels to Donovan? I think I saw it on Shudder the other day, but I have not watched it. I I 
cannot stand them. There are people that will kill people for saying what I just said. But I, I had tried. I've tried several times. There's that. There's a handful of those kinds of movies, like the Italian zombie flicks. And they just are not good, <laughs> in my opinion. Maybe we'll watch one one day, and you can be like, Chris, you're such an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. But that's... That sequence in the void when they go, they're looking for his wife, they go downstairs, and the Knives Chow is like, you went around the wrong stairs or something, and they come to the zombies. It's like, what if the Fulci movies had been good and looked good and what, there was cool stuff in them? <laughs> is what that reminded me of. Maybe maybe that was another homage. Okay, another I have not seen it yet, hat. but I, had, I know the sacrilege you are speaking. There are somebody is oh. uh, who doesn't believe in civilian gun ownership <laughs> is currently looking up how to buy an AR just because you said that. Uh, I fully am okay with that because I, I have tried. I have tried and the Fulci stuff just don't work for me. As, even as a, a OG hipster zombie fan, they just were not they just weren't but this is what i thought they could have been like back then you know how everything you know you see something now you're like oh shit that's what this looked like back then in my dumb brain but now it's grown to i've seen new things and now this new thing is like what i thought the old thing looked like the old thing's shit now the new thing is really cool that's what this is except the old thing was fulci and it still looked like shit but this is cool <laughs> if any of if you were taking acid and understood what i just said Brava. I don't know. I, the, uh, it, 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 help me dig myself out of this hole. <laughs> I don't like the Fulci stuff, Dave. Some people just worship at the cult of the, of these name, the name thing. Yeah. I've never seen the Fulci. I mean, who who doesn't know who he is? I've I've he's I've never seen enough to make me think. Oh yes, I can't wait to watch <laughs> this garbage hot it's, garbage i mean we may have to watch one one day now that i've went this far into it but long long story short that part in the void was so what i thought his stuff should have been just like this mangled just flesh and like garbage tissue and all this stuff that doesn't matter that's the mounds of moving things and just nightmare flesh it's so cool in this <laughs> not cooler in the Fulci stuff but I digress that leads us the, the Fulci stuff is just like deli ham and ketchup dirt dirt <laughs> uh, I have I have a DVD or two that I tried I tried it didn't work I'll, I'll gladly give them to you <laughs> if, I, if I knew where they were. Uh, but so what What else do you want to talk about the void? What other uh, thoughts do you have? Since I've went on this faulty rant for well, half an hour. I, I will admit that there might be, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I very much enjoyed it. But I very much acknowledge that it might be a nostalgia thing. And not because this mm -hmm. is old, but because it 
borrow so much from so much that I like and yeah. am nostalgic for. You know, um, I I like the the Lovecraftian mystery type of thing. I love the if your plot is plotting against these, you know, dark priests. Um, I, I love the the thing uh, influence. I love the Hellraiser influence. Um, the Fulci influence. <laughs> they definitely wear their influences on their sleeve, but I I feel like they do it in a way that's not ripping off the influence. It's just like if you watch this with you know, uh, you know, no idea of the thing, like you wouldn't get. I mean, everybody has seen clips, you know, at this point of you know various things in the thing, the big sequences and stuff. Like the dude gets his arms bit off, the spider, you know, the the legs coming out of the head, the severed head. You know, people have seen that, whether they've seen the thing or not at this point. And so just seeing those things. But, like, if you watch this, if you're not, like, into the thing, if it's not, like, a movie that's, like, you know, something you you have some kind of relation to, I could see watching this and not picking up on it. Or Hellraiser. Hellraiser, I think you could even more than the thing. Like, if you're not if you're not into Hellraiser, you wouldn't pick up on the influence of it. In those parts, uh, the Fulci thing. Maybe, maybe that's just me, but I felt that a lot when they go down there, and everything just becomes, you know, animated again, and just nightmare flesh and shit. Um, the the look of the whole thing, like it's, I wouldn't say it's dark looking, but there's something. The colors are a little bit toned down, I think. I don't think we've ever talked mm-hmm. about the color mm-hmm. of a movie, but <laughs> have we? Have I be, took us down a pretentious path? But I think it really does kind of. No, but it, it is. It's very muted tones, a lot of grays. Um, it's not very colorful, and I feel like that's. I mean, for a large section of the movie, the only color is the red and blue of the uh, police lights. Yeah. Um, and you know. So yeah, I, I'm with you. Did you like how the it, it wasn't immediate? I mean, I know they they bring it to your full attention, but it's not immediate. Like when he's, oh, I got to get out to my police cruiser, and the first time he's kind of mm-hmm. looking out there, and instantly I just wait a minute. He parked right outside the door. And now the car is a, a city block away. Yeah. Then when they go out to it, you know, to get the guns, and then it's, you know, it's a haul. So. Do you, now, I'm curious about that. I did actually want to talk about that. Do you think that that's because of the void and, like, you know, uh, you know, reality shifting or whatever? Or do you think that's just the cult fucking mm-hmm. with them? No, I, I think that was part of the this reality shift. I don't think it was localized because, you know, real early when he when he picks up the dude on the street and he's radio in and say, oh, you know, what hospital are you taking him to? Mm-hmm. The the dispatcher tells him, you know, I can't I can't reach nobody here. I can't reach nobody there. So I I feel like things are already going on. This Good. might not oh, be. Yeah. Even even for the board. 
that escapes and, and the intern Kim, this might not be the end of their story either. Uh, you know, they're in this world that may be forever altered by what has happened. True. That was, you know, that brings me to another thing is like, you have these things that have, you know, these consequences, these reality shifting things. But I, to me, it, it, this may just be a budget thing, you know, but I never got the feeling like it all mattered all that much, you know, the scope of the whole thing, like, hey, you know, screw this hospital, burn it down. I don't know. Like, it didn't feel like it was, like, this grand scheme to, like, change the world to something else. It didn't quite reach that for me. And I feel like that would have maybe helped a little bit, like, you know, because we're all supposed to, you know, with the Cosmic War, like, the humans are insignificant. They're just, like, flesh <laughs> bags. Who who cares? You know, anything can happen to them. They're worthless. The uh, These cosmic entities that our brains can't even come to terms with existing let alone you know the intricacies of whatever it is they're doing you know uh, I, I didn't quite get that from it but also there's so much that they don't explain in this too so I guess I can chalk it up to that um, because you know at the end of the movie, I don't like the green screen effect at the end. That could have used a little bit of something else. I don't I don't know. That was a little rough. But uh, you know, what is, where are they? What is the whole what I mean I think some kind of bleeding thing would have been cool. Like this world's bleeding into this and then you know, like they're on the other end. I don't know. I'm just what with the, with a pyramid? Do you think it's possible that this has all happened before? And that's where, you know, in our ancient past, that these gods have um, ha shared their influence in the past. And, and that's where our, the great pyramids of Egypt and, and really, you know, I mean, if, you, if you get into it, I didn't think of that. Um, these pyramids are, have been a, a staple of human existence. Um, and you people know, not just still, Egyptian, but South America. Yeah, people Africa. still have theories on like, oh, we couldn't have built these without alien stuff or this or that or like so many different things. And yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Does that go into your to your uh, your theory you have about the movie? Uh, yeah, I think I think that. I, I think there's a lot unsaid. So I think I think the history mm -hmm. that you know maybe the this influence has has influenced human society before. I think in a more direct relation to the movie, they reference the hospital being burnt, have surviving a fire several times. Was that fire something related to you know some other attempt? Mm-hmm. Um, to to come into the world, um, good point. The the radio yeah. problems, you know, I, I I get the feeling that this was not localized. We're only seeing this one local uh, story of what's going on, but this may not be localized. This something similar may be going on, you know, in other places. Right. Hmm. Interesting. 
I they're I know they're they I think I saw something like they don't have any intention of making a sequel for this, which is you know that's fine. Not everything needs a sequel, even if it makes a ton of money. Not everything needs a sequel. Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? Yo. But, man, some kind of, even, you know, like a book. I would read a book that just kind of adds a little bit something else to it. Uh, just to just to have something else to it. Not It doesn't hurt that it's not there. I would just like it. Just to know, for my own sake. I don't think, I think the mystery helps, but you've told what you just said. Really, I didn't even think of any of that. That's a lot of good points. <laughs> uh, we could almost have a whole episode just talking about that kind of stuff. Damn. Are there any other movies that are like this where you can just tell me some things that uh, <laughs> have a lot of, had a lot of uh, just intrigue that I. I never would have picked up on. I have much wisdom to impart <laughs> in season two. Uh, but uh, I will I will say I don't have any story uh, hypotheses, especially, especially good ones like you. Uh, but I want to go back to the actors real quick and just say I thought they all did good, but I didn't care about anybody. Mm-hmm. And that I, I, I don't know if that's supposed to be the cosmic horror of it all, where humans are insignificant and don't matter, or I don't think that is though, because like they try to make you care about the sheriff, <laughs> and the you know the the only one that I really cared about was the knives chow, the nurse. I'm glad you said she played mm-hmm. knives chow because now I can just call her knives chow because I don't know what her name was in the movie. But she's the only Kim, one that I had. Intern Kim. Intern Kim. She she's the only one I had. I felt like I had some kind of connection to. She's like that may also be because of my absent-minded like idiotness. She's like constantly like I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know how to do this. I don't know what that is. What do you want me to do? A lot of that, and so her living was really nice. I could uh, identify with that. <laughs> it, so the. A fairly modern trend, I feel like, is not the sequel, but the prequel. All right. Would you be in for a Void prequel showing the intrigue around Dr. Powell? So, like, the the kids at the crack house, the doctor was watching them have sex and, and murdering them in secret. They would disappear. The, the crackheads, like, well, we disappear. You know, someone would disappear, and you didn't think about it. Right. And then we we found the bodies, and that's when shit kind of hits the fan. How do you, you, know, how do you apply the, the cosmic? The good small town doctor. He's a he's a good guy. He just wants to find a way to bring his daughter back, okay. and he stumbles upon this uh, seduced by seduced by this otherworldly power that you know maybe in his mind can somehow do this, bring his daughter back. But what I think that would be tricky is just, brought back is yeah because you then you have to like where where did he learn about it from and where did you know he get the idea you know the knowledge of that to apply to you know making these like you know flesh monsters and that may reveal too much I don't know how I don't know 
would I would watch it. I would absolutely watch it. But it may reveal too much, and then you'd lose a little bit mm -hmm. of the the intrigue. P possibly. I'm also, uh, you know, I don't know. It could absolutely work. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe uh, uh, the Egyptian stuff. Maybe that could play into it. Mm -hmm. well, would you watch a Lily movie agrees. with um, <laughs> like a period piece set in ancient in Egypt of a uh, similar vein, where you know someone has sacrificed, at, at, you know, at the, inside the pyramid, and then this beast comes forth, and and these ancient Egyptians yeah. have to you know, you know find a way to. A cosmic horror that is set in like Egyptian time or like a you know a throwback time is actually really yeah. interesting. Oh, yeah. I don't I can't think of anything that kind of fits that honestly, because I mean you, the Cthulhu stuff is obviously like you know a hundred years ago nearly now, but I mean you know even further than that like you know real like that that's kind of interesting actually. We should cut this out and or you could that can be our uh, our follow up to our Nightbreed TV show. <laughs> Okay, any hipsters listening to the show, please mute your uh, podcast for just a moment. <laughs> I don't want your brains to explode when I suggest cosmic horror in a steampunk setting. Bam! I can hear hipster brains exploding all over the wall. <laughs> I'm sorry for the death. I'm sorry for the deaths I've caused just now. Oh my God, you're going to become the the doctor villain of this of this movie now, and I'm the goddamn nurse that doesn't know what's happening. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know. Cosmic horror set in a different time would be really interesting to watch. I, th I I'm down. I wasn't at first. I was like, ah, Egyptians in the. But you, I I turned around real quick. Um. But what, so, speaking of cosmic horror, I mean, we're still vaguely talking about the void. Uh, the fact that, like, did you feel a connection with any of the characters, really? And I don't mean like you identified with them, but like, did you feel anything kind of for any of them? Like, you know, if somebody yeah. died, would you have been like, oh, so, fuck, damn? Sheriff Daniel, but only, and, and, and I, I felt strongly connected with him, but mm -hmm. only because he just looked like Tim Roth to me. That's that was my first impression. Was like, is that is that Tim fucking Roth? Is that Mister Orange? I so I wanted to care about him because I mean they obviously want us to care about him, right? Uh, especially especially as it goes on and deeper into the movie. But, like, at the mm -hmm. beginning, you know, like, you don't know quite, you know, his, it, it, was she his ex-wife? His, or were they estranged? I don't know quite the, what the story was there between him and his wife. I'm doing air quotes. Um, well, but, I, obviously, they they lost a child. Um, yeah. I, I'm with you, though. I, I didn't understand. Maybe that would have. I mean, they must at least clarity. be estranged. Something, because they obviously weren't like, "Well, we'll see you at home later." <laughs> right. Uh, but he, I mean, even estranged or not, like when the father and the son show up, the cop just le like gives way to them. He's like, 
come take what you want kind of and i'm like why are you why are you such a wuss right now like you just are bending any which way for these guys i don't understand that was puzzling to me i don't still don't understand and you know they're in uh i think this is like right near after the doctor gets killed in the hallway and they are planning to go get his shotgun or it's right before they plan to go get his shotgun from the police cruiser uh, the father is like saying something or yelling something to the wife and there's a back and forth and he's like everybody needs to calm down okay everybody needs to just calm down and he will he won't oh, yeah. take he's... his wife's side for no reason during oh. all this I'm like what are he, you doing he's I totally don't... a bitch he, he yeah. bitches out a little bit and that I think was a problem for me getting behind him because at, by the end of it he's you know gets stabbed in the back but he's still, you know, like crawling. That's that's when you, I started to like ease, like get back into his character. Was all the way at the fucking end when he's, you know, been injured and he's trying to, you know, crawl across the floor to the to the flayed doctor. And you know, finally, you, did, you don't think that though, because when they got to the car and he got the shotgun, mm -hmm. as soon as it was more of a level playing ground, because the father, the son, they've got firearms. He has nothing. Right, and so as soon as he gets that shotgun and the 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 field is a little bit leveled, the first thing he tells him is, "I'm keeping it." Yeah. So, you know, I I I like that. You know, he, okay, I I've got to play a little more passive. I got you to let you think you're you're getting something here, but really, right. once this gun is in my hand, I you know I know yeah. it's mine. If I had any reason to believe that, I would I would. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Uneven, like I was saying. It's just not quite, um, there was a key, there was a key thing just not quite there for me with that character. I think he acted fine. I liked, I liked, the, he did a good enough job. I'm not shitting on the actor. I don't want to shit on anybody really, ever, but it just, the character, it just wasn't, I needed a little more to, to latch onto, and he was just a such a wuss there for... And he, I mean, even, oh, even before that, you know, he's talking to the, to the other policeman, you know, after he, uh, killed the nurse at the beginning, after she changed and killed the patient, uh, he was very, uh, like, oh, I'll, you know, whatever you say, sir, it's, I'm, you know, he was just so, I, yeah, he, he, very, he very quickly capitulated to the old man cop. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, that was obviously shook him when he had to kill uh, Beverly. Yeah. So, which uh, is do fine, you feel but... most sorry for the old man who gets killed by his granddaughter, or do you feel most sorry for the the kid who Beverly stabs in the eye who? Uh, I probably would feel most sorry for him if there was a little bit more of him in there. I feel like they could have really, like, really fucked us up if they had, like, included a little bit more of him and uh, intern Kim. Just, like, her, you know, constantly bothering him and him trying to rest whatever's wrong with him. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> but, you or know. Or if they gave them a little relationship, because she was kind of, like... Hanger on showing him pictures like. out of the medical book yeah. and stuff. If he was more flirty with her, maybe give him a little bit more depth. Uh, it, could, it very well could have, but I, I don't. By the point that the granddad died, I didn't. 
have strong feelings for uh, really anybody. <laughs> uh, I mean, when he was gone, I was just like, you're oh, heartless. You are I, heartless. I may, Chris. I may be. I may very well be. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't feel quite one way or the other. I, by the end of it, when it's the son and uh, the 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 intern. Uh, I gotta be honest, I'd have been okay if they didn't make it too. <laughs> and not for any, like, bad reason, but, like, I wouldn't have looked at the movie really any different. Like, maybe, I I think maybe everybody should have went, really, in, in one so way. The, the question the rabble really want to know, which character in this movie would have benefited by being played by Steve Buscemi? Oh my god. Good question. <laughs> Sheriff Daniel? Replace Tim Roth with Steve Buscemi? They lost Tim Roth. Uh, I think that's too on the like he won't be he wouldn't be he wouldn't be the star and man. That's not Steve Buscemi's gig. He's gotta be a side man a little bit. He's gotta be, you know one foot in the shadows, one foot in the spotlight. Yeah, that's Steve Buscemi, in, in my opinion. So he'd need to He's be... He's the puppet master. Yeah, maybe... He needs to be the puppet master. Dr. Powell? Uh, dude, how is... That'd have been an interesting thing. That could have been. That could have been. Or even... I'd say the the doctor or the or the father could have been or maybe even the grandfather if you don't want to if you just want like the cameo of a bushimi if you don't get quite the money the full uh budget for a full bushimi you need a cameo bushimi that's where uh, no i i gotta have i gotta have my bushimi <laughs> i'm gonna ask you this every for every movie this year so not bad i'll take it where where does the bushimi go <laughs> am i gonna have to write a jingle it's like where's the bushimi go Get a whole like '70s kind of throwback thing going. It could work. It could work. I'm yeah. I don't know how to do that, but I I pretend like I do right now. It's pushing me all along. <laughs> Those that know, I had to, when I was editing last week's episode, had to take a little part out. Only me and you know what we're talking about, but that that's what I had to edit out. <laughs> but nobody that don't know will know. But anybody that knows knows <laughs> they know i feel like i if anybody was a fan of mine because of this podcast i've lost most of them during the course of this <laughs> episode <laughs> and you know what, what i'm not sorry dave i'm not I mean, i'm the I'll, i'm gonna take up the heel roll here in the here in the whorehouse fuck full moon and fuck anybody that's I not my fan the, anymore <laughs> i can hear the pe the rabble gearing up to come after you he didn't After, like anybody. Yeah. Didn't like anybody. Doesn't like faulty movies. Also, spilt whiskey on my H.P. Lovecraft collection that's sitting right next to me earlier tonight. So maybe that's where it's going to get its revenge. <laughs> so if you're listening to this podcast in the aftermath of civilization, because the old gods have come and destroyed the earth. I'm so sorry. It's because Chris spilt whiskey on his H.P. Lovecraft book. Uh, I'm so sorry, but I really wasn't attached to anybody in this whole movie. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. There were some cool people. Uh, I, and when I say the movie, I mean 
humanity. <laughs> uh, so any final uh, final thoughts on the void? I liked it overall. I'd if I was to give it a number uh, rating, I would go for like a seven or a six and a half seven is about where I'd land. Not bad. Could okay. use could okay. use some improvements in my book, but that's about where I would go with it. What uh, What about you? Um, I would I'd go solid seven, and I might approach seven and a half, eight. I mean, <laughs> there there was really that draw, the influences, picking things out, and the mystery that that kind of still yeah. persists. You know, my brain's going crazy with this whole, what the fuck was this doctor into? And, you know, what is this other world that that sheriff and, and dead wife find himself in? Or maybe not dead wife, but sheriff and wife find themselves in. But, you know. yeah. And where'd, you know, uh, Dr. Powell go, skinless Powell go? Because yeah. he picks him up and, and they go through the oh, void together. And then maybe. he's here, there with his wife and not... Pal, so maybe Pal, uh, maybe Pal's a shapeshifter in the in the void, and he's pretending to be the wife. Oh, so he's he's oh, gonna God. he's gonna get a little bit of that sheriff sex, and then he's gonna kill the sheriff. Is what's gonna happen? I think. Uh, it, your brain went the same place my brain went. Is <laughs> what if he? How long is he gonna carry off this ruse? Or maybe oh, that's tough. Uh, but oh, we were, we rate it pretty close. Uh would you recommend it? Would you say? I mean, if it's a, I'd say seven is a recommend, I, I would. but it's not like a must. I, I would recommend. It's not a must, but if you're, if you like any of those movies, you know, those throwback, you know, The Thing or Hellraiser or uh, Fulci, definitely go. Or if you're into cosmic horror, even, there's not a whole lot of cosmic horror to be had this day and age, it seems like. They're very, the offerings are, are slim then you should totally check it out. And it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Yeah. Because then you get, you know, uh, two guys in, uh, you know, in Indiana talking about, you know, what's wrong with it. <laughs> or one of them, uh, you know, being real critical for, for no great reason. But it was definitely... Oh, I think out. overall, you're... Overall, you seem like you enjoyed the movie. You know, uh, I, I enjoyed your reasoning for hey maybe i'm not connected to these guys because i'm not supposed to connect to anybody but right you know thanks for giving my negativity i i could have done the... <laughs> I, I could have done without the sheriff wife thing i, I could have yeah. done without that you know i i think i do you think it was maybe thrown in if i'm the sheriff if i'm the sheriff and i'm not speaking to my estranged wife Mm-hmm. Unless I'm looking to rekindle something, I w- I'll drive hurt dude twice as far in the opposite well, direction to avoid going to her hospital. And that was the so, thing also at the beginning. Uh, you know what they sh- what they said the other hospital was like twenty minutes away, twenty miles away, thirty miles, something like that. Something that's really not that 20, far, especially when you're out in the no. middle of nowhere. And he's a cop. He can speed whenever he wants to. And the dude wasn't that hurt. <laughs> so. No, maybe... I don't even know why he was. Well, was he only hurt because he's fiending? 
Because he didn't get shot. You know. I, 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 I don't know. If we ever talk to Stephen Kostansky, we'll have to we'll have to bring up some boy talk. Be like, listen, we need to clear some things up. Right. Ha uh, have him have his people contact our people, and then we'll we'll get a whole thing going. Uh, sometime after our our full moon confrontation podcast, that's hopefully coming in the future. Yeah, we're on the cusp. We're on the cusp of letting full moon have it. Dave, why don't you tell uh, so, them what we're watching next week? Uh, next week, we've got the classic horror Night of the Demons. Classic. 80s, the 80s version. The OG. 1988. The, the, the height of the 80s. Uh, such a people. such a trashy kind of flick to me, but I love it a lot. It's one of my favorites, <laughs> and so we're going to be talking about that next week. I will, yeah, I will never complain if we're reviewing a Linnea Quigley movie. We may our interview with Linnea Quigley will come after our uh, full moon confrontation podcast, which is coming in the future. <laughs> I'm just going to promise this uh, Stay incessantly, tuned. and then one day it may happen, and then I'll be like, I told you, I told you it's going to happen. Will it? Stay tuned. Stay tuned to see. I'm saying it will. <laughs> I wonder how we can reach out to uh, Linnea and some of these people and be like, ah, come on. You want to come on our uh, podcast and, and reach out to the the tens of people in the rabble hey I, I twitter's where dreams come true i believe i think i read that on a shirt or a website or a, i dreamed it i don't know <laughs> i thought you were gonna say i wonder how we could get full moon charles band on the podcast and i was like do you have a 20 dollars bill i think you can just wave it and it summons <laughs> i hope they they seem to like miniaturized characters for their horror movies, you know? So, uh, I have a toy baby Yoda. If we put like a seventies Afro wig on it so that you can't tell it's Yoda. Now the way to make it full moon, like, can you oh. grab it by its ankles and it not like fall over one way or the other? Is it pretty sturgid? You could like hold it and it's not going to fall over. It's pretty, actually, never mind. It can fall over. Yeah. You can hold it by its legs. Okay. It, it can... And I can take, <laughs> We can cut the we can cut the uh, brown robe thing off of him and uh, pack him with some uh, fake tits and, <laughs> and a blonde wig, oh. and we have got a full moon movie here. We have got a whole other fan base after us now. I've got the Fulci people. You've got the Star Wars people. I don't know. We may need to go into hiding. <laughs> I was okay when it was just me. I don't know what to okay. do now. All right, real talk here. When you see Baby Yoda, the first thing you think is, damn, he's so cute, I want to fuck him. That's not what you think first. <coughs> I, I, mean, was, uh, I was wait, taking wait, a, oh, I was taking no, a little no, bit no, of a I shot. Don't, I don't think that. I. <laughs> this is on the fade out, right? This is going to be on the fade out. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, 
I feel like I was so close to getting a spit take from you on that. Oh, one. it was. If it wasn't whiskey, it probably would have been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I had spilt whiskey one more time tonight, I feel like I'd have been okay with the old gods killing me. <laughs> it's like kill me. I don't want to clean this shit back up. I'm so done. Shit.